one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The stories of Mahabharata, retold by Shudipta Bhomik. Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of the stories of Mahabharata. In the last episode, we heard about day nine of the war and how. Bhishma killed thousands of Pandava soldiers, forcing Yudhishthir to take the ultimate option to ask Bhishma for his life. When Yudhishthir and his brothers entered Bhishma's tent, Bhishma didn't seem to be surprised at all. His greeting sounded like he was expecting them. Come in, come in, my dear grandsons. It always gives me immense pleasure to enjoy your company. Come in, he said. The Pandavas bowed down at his feet and paid their respects. Bhishma kissed their foreheads and asked them to sit down and be comfortable. Tell me, what can I offer you? You know, I have nothing that I can't give you. So ask me what you want, and I'll do whatever it takes to make you happy, said Bhishma. The Pandavas sat speechless with their heads hung low. Bhishma tried to cheer up the brothers. Come on, don't be shy. I'm your grandfather. I've never refused to give you anything you asked. And I won't refuse today either. So feel free to ask me anything you desire. Yudhishthir looked up to Bhishma and said, Grandfather, we know you won't turn us down even if we ask for the most precious object from you. And that's what makes it more difficult to ask. Bhishma smiled and said, As a king, you have responsibilities towards your people. If the object you ask for helps to serve your people better, then don't hesitate. I told you, there is nothing in this universe that I can't give you. Yudhishthir stood up and said, You have always wished us well. You wished us victory. But with you fighting against us, it is impossible for us to win this war. When you fight, we can't find a single spot to strike you. You shoot at such tremendous speed that we can't even see you when you pick up your arrow, when you pull your bowstring and when you release. It's all a blur. Thousands of Pandava soldiers are dying in your hands every day. 
If this continues, nobody will be left on our side. They'd either die or flee the battlefield to escape your wrath. Yudhishthir paused and moved close to Bhishma. He held Bhishma's hands in his palms and said, Oh, grandfather, tell us, how can we defeat you? How can we kill you? This is what we came here to ask from you, your life and our victory. Yudhishthir struggled to control his tears as he uttered these words. Bhishma slowly pulled his hands away and walked towards the window. He looked out of the tent to the vast Kurukshetra battlefield while the Pandavas waited eagerly for an answer. His mind was traveling through time while his life flashed by in front of his eyes. His promise to Satyavati's father. I will never marry and I will stay celibate forever. The day when he turned back Amba and of Amba's curse. I will kill you, Bhishma. Nobody can kill me unless I wish to die. His fight with Guru Parashuram, the rival of the young Pandavas after Pandu's death, the game of dice and the horrible insult of Draupadi. I win! I don't care if you're dressed or undressed. You are our slave and your duty is to... Banishment of the Pandavas and Duryodhana's refusal to give them back their kingdom. Why was he defending the Kauravas all along? He thought. Was it only to defend his words? His unbreakable promise for which he got his name and fame? He remembered the thousands of insults he had to tolerate from Duryodhan, Dusashan and Karna. Still, he clung to the throne of Hastinapur with unyielding loyalty. Was it really worth it? What has this loyalty given him in return? This horrible war where he has to kill his favorite grandsons, the Pandavas? He felt an unbearable feeling of disgust and self-loathing. He possessed the boon to decide when to die, which for all practical purpose gave him the power to live for eternity. But is this life worth living? Maybe it is time to wrap up and make his grand exit, he thought. He turned back to Yudhishthir and said, You are right. As long as I am alive, you cannot win this war. So if you would like to win the war, you must kill me. But how? asked Yudhishthir. In the battlefield, you are like the Lord of Death himself. When you have your bow in hand, even the gods can't beat you. And we are only mere mortals. Yes. Yes, when I have my bow in hand and arrows in my quiver, nobody can touch me, let alone kill me. So to kill me, you have to make me drop my weapons, said Bhishma. The Pandavas didn't know what to say. How could they make Bhishma drop his weapons? Bhishma anticipated the question 
and said, Let me tell you this. I do not fight with unarmed or injured men or men who surrender to me and seek my mercy. I do not fight disabled men or a father of a single son. And finally, I find it distasteful to fight women or someone who was once a woman or carries the name of a woman. You have Shikhandi, the son of Drupad on your side. You know, he was born a woman and was later transformed to a man. Arjun, I suggest you put Shikhandi in front of you and strike me with your deadliest arrows. When I see Shikhandi, I will not strike back and will lay down my weapon. That will be your opportunity to strike and kill me. And once I am out of the battle, your victory shouldn't be too far. Now go back to your tents and get some rest. You have a big day tomorrow. The Pandavas were dumbfounded to hear Bhishma detail out the strategy for his own death. Tears flowed down their cheeks. One by one, they touched his feet and left the tent with their heads down in shame and sorrow. Back in Yudhishthir's tent, Arjun couldn't stay silent any longer. He blurted out at Krishna, I don't know how I can kill our beloved grandfather Vishma. He was my closest friend, my guardian. I remember when I was a child, many a times I would play with dirt and then climb up his lap to smear his face with the same dirt. He was never angry and would always laugh at my mischiefs. Sometimes, mistakenly, I'd call him father. He would laugh and say, I am not your father, Arjun. I am your father's father. Now tell me, how can I kill such a man? I'd rather let him destroy us. I don't crave for kingdom. I don't crave for wealth. I don't crave for power. I only want my grandfather Bhishma to live. Is that too much to ask? Tell me, Krishna, where am I wrong? Krishna was calm. He said, Arjun, you know very well, it is your Kshatriya duty to kill your enemy, regardless of who he is. As far as Bhishma is concerned, his time to depart this mortal world has come. You are only an instrument to make that inevitable happen. If you refuse to do it, somebody else will. But forever you will suffer the consequences of not executing your duty as a soldier. Remember Arjun, if a man wants to kill you, it is advisable to kill him before he can strike. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. On the 10th day morning, the power of us struck with the sole strategy of pulling out Bhishma from the Kaurava formation and kill him using Shikhandi as their shield. Shikhandi led the attack, with Arjun closely following him to provide him cover. Bhim, Nakul, Sahadev, Satyaki and the other Pandava generals kept the Kauravas engaged and prevented them from distracting Shikhandi and Arjun. Bhishma knew today would be his last day of battle and unleashed his full fury on the Pandava army. His arrows showered on the Pandavas like hailstorm and killed them by the thousands. Shikhandi's chariot broke through the Kaurava army and faced Bhishma with Arjun following him closely. Shikhandi shot an arrow at Bhishma. The arrow hit Bhishma's armor and deflected. Bhishma glanced at Shikhandi and asked his charioteer to turn away from Shikhandi. Shikhandi followed and kept shooting Bhishma with his choicest arrows. Bhishma looked at Shikhandi and said, Shikhandi, strike me as much as you want, but I won't engage with you. I know, I know God created you a woman named Shikhandini. You may look like a man to others, but to me, you are still a woman. I don't fight with women. Shikhandi was furious. I don't care if you want to fight me or not. Today, you will die in my hands yelled Shikhandi at the top of his voice and his chariot hurtled behind Bhishma. Arjun approached Shikhandi and said, You keep attacking Bhishma and I will protect you from the other Kauravas. Nobody will be able to come near you. Remember, if we can't kill Bhishma today, we'll be the laughing stock of the people. From behind Shikhandi, Arjun launched a vicious assault on the Kauravas. Anybody who came close and tried to defend Bhishma or attack Shikhandi was cut down to pieces by Arjun's arrows. Thousands lay dead on the sides, creating a clear path for the three racing chariots, Bhishma's, Shikhandi's and Arjun's. Duryodhan knew things were not looking good for him. He asked his charioteer to bring him close to Bhishma. When Duryodhan's chariot came in close proximity to Bhishma's, he yelled, Grandfather, why are you running away from Shikhandi? Turn around and kill him. The Pandavas are wrecking havoc. This is not the time to keep your vanity of not fighting against women. Bhishma glanced at Duryodhan and said, I promised you that I would kill 10,000 Pandava warriors a day. I have kept my word. And now I promise you, today, Either I will die on the battlefield or the Pandavas will die in my hands. O king, you have taken care of me for all these years. Today, 
I will pay you my debt with my blood. Watching Bhishma run away from Shikhandi and Arjun, Bhim, Nakul, Sahadev, Ghatotkach, Satyaki, Abhimanyu, Virat, Drupad, Yudhishthir all joined the chase with the sole objective of killing Bhishma. The Kauravas tried their best to stop them and protect Bhishma. Drone called his son Asodhama and said, My son, I have a strong feeling something bad is going to happen today. The Pandavas are using Shikhandi as the shield, knowing well that Bhishma won't shoot at him. Arjun and his brothers will use this opportunity to kill Bhishma right in front of Duryodhana and all of us. Arjun is desperate and he will not stop at anything to achieve his goal. I advise you to stay away from Arjun and attack Bhim, Drishtadumna or any other Pandava. That way you will survive. I don't want my son to die before me. As Bhishma's chariot raced through the battlefield with Shikhandi, Arjun and the other Pandavas in hot pursuit, Bhishma had the same thought that has been lingering in his mind for the last few days. He was tired of constant killing and felt enough is enough. He saw Yudhishthir following him at a distance. He asked his charioteer to take him close to Yudhishthir. When their chariots came close, Bhishma called Yudhishthir and said, My dear Yudhishthir, I have killed many men, elephants and horses in this battle and I am tired of killing. I feel disgusted and I don't want to carry on this burden of my body anymore. So use this opportunity and ask Arjun to kill me before I change my mind. Bhishma's chariot veered away as Yudhishthir stood speechless on his chariot. Moments later, he turned to Drishtadunna and his soldiers and said, Go, go and kill Bhishma now. Arjun will protect you. Throne, Aswatthama, Kripacharya, Salya all rushed in to defend Bhishma. But Abhimanyu, Satyaki, Drishtadumna and the rest of the Pandava brothers didn't let them come anywhere near Bhishma. Shikhandi and Arjun approached Bhishma and began to shower arrows at him. Bhishma laughed and said, Shikhandi, try as much as you can, but I won't fight you. I know. Arjun is hiding behind you and these deadly arrows that are piercing my armor are from him and not from you. I enjoy fighting my beloved grandson Arjun. You move aside and let him come and fight me. Neither Arjun nor Shikhandi paid any attention to his words. They kept on attacking Bhishma. Bhishma decided now is the moment to end this battle forever. He asked his charioteer to stop the chariot. Then he stood up and said, Well then, here I am in front of you. Strike me as much as you want. He put down his bow and his quiver of arrows and looked at Shikhandi. I don't wish to fight anymore. Bring on all the weapons you have. Make them pierce my armor, my body. Arjun was waiting for this opportunity. 
From behind Shikhandi, he kept shooting his fiercest arrows at Bhishma. The arrows entered Bhishma's body from the front and stuck out from the back. Soon, every inch of his body was covered with arrows from Arjun and Shikhandi. Bhishma stood there silent and absorbed all the pain without uttering a single word. Just before sunset, Bhishma couldn't stand any longer. He rolled off the chariot and fell to the ground with a loud thud. With the arrows sticking out from his back, Bhishma's body didn't touch the ground. He lay suspended in air on a bed of arrows. The great Bhishma has fallen. As the news spread like wildfire through the battlefield, everybody stopped fighting and converged upon the spot where lay Bhishma. Krishna, Arjun, Yudhishthir, Bhim, Nakul, Sahadev and all the Pandava warriors got off their chariots and knelt before Bhishma. Duryodhan, Kripacharya, Salya all came crying. Drone fainted on his chariot. After recovering, he came to Bhishma and sat down at his feet. Soon, all the Pandava and Kaurava kings assembled around Bhishma. Bhishma was down, but he wasn't dead. He opened his eyes and with a faint voice he said, I am pleased that you have come to see me. But I can't see you. My head is hanging in this uncomfortable position. Can somebody arrange a proper support for my head? Within moments, the kings brought in a variety of pillows of different sizes and shapes and tried to place them under Bhishma's head to give him some support. Bhishma laughed and said, <laughs> These pillows are not for me. Take them away. Where is Arjun? Arjun was standing nearby with tears flowing down his cheeks. He came closer and said, Here I am, grandfather. Tell me. What can I do for you? Bhishma looked at him and said, You are a Kshatriya warrior. You know what can provide the best support to my head. Please do something that goes well with my bed. Arjun understood what Bhishma was asking for. He bowed to Bhishma and lifted his Gandiva. Then he shot three arrows to the ground around Bhishma's head. The arrows stuck to the ground at angles and Bhishma's head rested between them. Pleased with the arrangement, Bhishma smiled and said, See, Arjun gave me the best pillows. Now I can rest my head in peace. He looked around and said, You know, I have the power to choose my time of death. The sun is now in the southern hemisphere. I will lie here on my bed of arrows till the sun moves to the northern hemisphere and warms the earth. Then I will leave my body and depart for the heavens. Till then, please make arrangements to protect my body. Dig a moat around me such that wild carnivores don't eat me alive. Duryodhan had asked his healers to bring their medications to treat Bhishma's wounds and relieve him of his pain. Bhishma waved them away and said, 
I don't need any treatment. Duryodhan, please pay them their dues and ask them to leave. Then he looked at others and said, You two go back to your tents and get some rest. You still have a war to fight. The Kauravas and Pandavas joined hands to dig a moat around. They built a canopy to protect Bhishma from the sun and rain. And after everything was completed to their satisfaction, they went back to their camps with a heavy heart. Bhishma lay alone in the battlefield on his bed of arrows and immersed himself in a deep meditation. The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed and told by Shudipta Bomek. Post-production by Omkar Bomek, Devjitas and Aviziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for some late-breaking news, the podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India.